0: Welcome to Help from Future Self. Howdy, Archons. Welcome to another episode of Help from Future Self, our first of 2022. My name is Scuzzy Gruen. I am also known as Alex, and I'm joined by two of my very best Keyforge friends. We've got SC Steel.
1: Hello, hello. Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year, pal. And Boulevard Blake.
2: Hey, hey, hey!
0: Uh, I want to take a quick moment to thank you both so much for covering the podcast uh, during the uh, couple of weeks in which I was off on the east coast of Canada for the holidays. I had a really good time listening to the episodes that you did, and if you faintly heard like a yelling sound in the background, both while you were talking about the artifact archetype and also talking about the boral format, it would have been me screaming the words "Quixel Stone, Quixel Stone" <laughs> at the very top of my lungs <laughs> um, because all I could think about when I was. Listening to them is me wanting to interject with, but what about Stone? How would that work in this? Uh, but uh, they were they were <laughs> well, terrific <it's> episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see why. I can totally see why. But this is going to be a bit more of a freeform conversation today. Um, we had talked a little bit about kind of wanting to do a, a 2021 wrap-up podcast. And... We've already, because we do this podcast every week, kind of talk about the big news as it happens. And there's nothing that I think that we've really let fly under our radar. Um, A big part of what we kind of want to talk about is just where we're at personally with regards to the game. and I think that there's sort of a lot of ups and downs that we can talk about with that. So if you're willing to sort of follow me down this path, I'd really like to ask you guys some questions about about how you're feeling about Key Forge as we sort of go into a new calendar year, both uh, sort of positive and negative. Are you, are you guys cool with that? Yeah. I'm right there with you. So let me start things off by saying – I think that um, it would be disingenuous for us to suggest that um, there hasn't been big setbacks for the game um, over the course of the pandemic. We all know that for a fact. And specifically over the course of the past year, we've seen some extremely big setbacks. But I think the three of us, specifically, as well as many of the folks that we have on regularly, of course, our fourth amigo, uh, the Wheeling Forger, Rick, are people who've stayed very true in our sort of dedication to the game. And I kind of wanted to ask you, in the face base of sort of all of the things that um uh, you know could be perceived as like setbacks um if you're really cynical like a possible you know signs that the game might be coming you know rolling towards a stop what keeps you invested in Keyforge
1: I have to say the people I really think that the community that we built up is something that I will always return to even if there are times when it's it's hard to come up with like reasons internally for me for me to play when I could otherwise you know be with my kids or or hanging out with my husband I feel like the people that I play with is really what I come back for
2: yeah for me I am right there with Sydney it is definitely the people it makes it really easy to play the game because there is such a great social aspect to this game in many different ways not just while you're playing but outside of the game and uh you have to look no further than our discord there's just an amazing collective there even a few a few names that uh pop up all the time that just have found a community within themselves within our discord from listening to the podcast which is fantastic i feel like we have a really nice almost self-sustaining community where even though we've been faced with adversity as players of the game we have still managed to get to play the game in really interesting ways, in unique ways, and even in the most classic ways.
0: Absolutely, for me, a big part of it has been this very podcast. Um, I, I, I do not think that um, it, it, you know it's any mystery to either of you that the amount of time I've had to dedicate to KeyForge has been greatly reduced over the course of the past calendar year. That's for a lot of personal reasons, for a lot of different things that I've had going on in my life. But one of the things that always kept me wanting to play, wanting to talk, and thinking about the game was having just this weekly conversation with two people who I consider to be friends. Um, and who I'm only friends with literally because of this game. And I, I really treasure having that opportunity to talk to you guys, talk to Rick, and talk to other folks within our community, even as sort of my, my ability and time to play has been reduced. Uh, Keyforge remains a part of my life, specifically because it's a way for me to interact with people who I consider good friends. So I wanted to, to say that right off the top. I, I value your friendship, and uh, I value Keyforge for, for making that friendship a reality.
1: That's so sweet. Thank you. And I'm going to take this moment actually to thank you, Blake, because the reason I'm playing ABR is because you talked it up. And I I know I I signed up last minute, but it was because I signed up almost immediately after we recorded a podcast. We're talking about it. And I I knew I I just didn't want to miss out this season. I didn't. I wanted a reason to continue playing on a regular basis. Having something in the schedule really makes it easier for me to play. So I I don't think I'd be a part of ABR and, and be playing as often as I am if it wasn't for you, Blake.
2: Oh, thanks, Sydney. It's uh it's great to have both of you and Rick in my life as just this fun. I want to say it's like an outlet, you know. It's a nice social outlet, especially when mm-hmm. we're in a time where you're not always socializing as uh, frequently, maybe as we did in the past. This creates a nice little. Every week we can have a little conversation and just hang out, so to speak. And uh, I've I've really enjoyed it, and I, I appreciate you both so much.
0: Mm -hmm. So now that we've sort of had our, our, I think, kind of a warm moment, I'm going to pitch something a little more difficult to you here, because I recently had a moment like this. Um, Have you had any moments this year where you felt a little bit of despair um, around the game? Because I know a lot of folks have. And I personally have had, and although I think we're very positive um, here at Help From Future Self, I think one of the things that we always try and focus on is the positive, the ways in which even, you know, developments that seem negative on their surface can have positive consequences in the long run, or there are ways to look at them that – Honestly, you know, you can mitigate through the idea of community and the idea of, you know, friendship and and so on and so forth. I had this moment this year in which I went to a local game store, um, one that's very close to my new home. And uh, the fellow uh, behind the counter, I asked him a quick Keyforge question because he had some some decks on display uh, for sale. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm blowing all that stuff out because uh, the game's over. And it was one of those moments where, where I sort of had this thought of wanting to say, well, it's not like, (laughs) you know, there's, there's, there's some setbacks, but clearly, you know, there's still people in this city and in this community who have interest in this game. Um, You know, I I think that, you know, but it was just a moment of despair because it was one of those things where, as much as I know that we have lots of other places to play and lots of other retailers to buy product from, it was a retailer who'd lost faith in the game. And that sort of shook me a little bit, if only because. It was one of those moments where, uh, you know, so many of my experiences within KeyForge have been so universally positive, both at the store level and the local community level, that hearing someone just outright dismiss it and it not being just sort of like a faceless name on Reddit, but but you know somebody who I was actually standing in the presence of, shook me a little bit. Did you have any sort of darker moments with the game this year, either of you?
1: Alex, I mirror that almost exactly. So one of the things that was keeping me going during the pandemic was not just the community online, but the the hopeful looking forward to returning to the community that we had in person. And the Chicagoland community is, I will say, super strong. But I am north enough of it that it's it's a bit of a, a bit of a hike to get into the city. So we had a teeny tiny little, I would say, oasis out here where there were a handful of people who played Keyforge and came to our store every week. And I feel like once once the pandemic let us return to the store, it was just me and my husband, Chris, who showed up the first Key Fords day. And because the store owner was so supportive, he he put another one in the calendar um, a couple, uh, I don't know, like a week or two later. And um, we, we convinced one of our friends to come out and... The, it just ended up being the three of us. so our our store owner decided that it wasn't going to be something he kept in the calendar, like perpetually, and that if if interest peaked again, he would he would put it back. But I feel like the the loss of support from FFG just made it so that everyone everyone who was on the fringe moved on. And uh, I don't I don't foresee the community not coming back. Like I think that we can build it again, but we, we might be back to square one in my teeny tiny little community.
2: That being said, Sydney, I think I, I honestly haven't experienced these moments of despair that you guys have just said. Uh, main reason being, which uh, Alex mentioned, he hasn't been able to take part in too many of these, but we had Key Forge happening IRL again, and we had... A consistent group of players coming out every week and we never dropped below five, I think. I think there might have been four one time, but it was generally between, I'm going to say five and nine and I and I say those numbers specifically because we had the unfortunate blight of always having an odd number. I, I don't think we oh. ever didn't have an odd number for any event. It was the most wild thing. So I can blame Alex for that personally because if he had started
0: showing up we'd always have an even number. <laughs> I believe that the two times I came out we had an odd number both times. So I'm not I'm not taking that one, Blake.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean I didn't have too much to spare and you know what they say is, uh, one person's loss is another person's gain. And with all these stores choosing not to have product, I feel blessed to be, I guess, the key forge broker in the community now, because <laughs> I was able to be using my, my reach within the podcast and my YouTube to bring great deals to the community because we had a great local game store who is a business aficionado and realized the opportunity to buy pallets and pallets of product. And then I, uh made sure that the whole community had the ability to take advantage of that. So that's been one blessing, I guess, for this year, Is one person's loss was the rest of our gain, really, at the end of the day. Yes,
0: you've started your new career as a Keyforge pusher. <laughs> yeah. From from an audio Keyforge pusher to a literal product pusher. But yep. that's been a, a huge boon to our community here and uh, across our entire listenership. So that's, that's really positive.
1: I think something that I really liked from this year that i hope continues is in fact the online community because tco was something that i i basically didn't touch before the pandemic i don't know off the top of my head how much earlier than the pandemic it existed but i'm i'm pretty sure it was it was fairly prevalent even before we were all forced into our homes and and away from being in person and i feel like i i made so many friends that i i would never have even known existed outside of the the vault tour circuit if if i hadn't met you in person before before i started playing online then i i mean the amount of people that ended up existing in my life that meant so much to me after just you know a couple of months of playing on the regular just it was it was crazy and and discord popping up and becoming a, a local place for what felt like like real hangouts and and like community connection the fact that there are people all over this world that I am now friends with just I I hope that doesn't go away and that's that's something that not, no matter what comes back in person that will always stay with me and I hope that it continues in 2022
0: So with that said, what are the kind of things that you're hopeful about with Keyforge? I'll I'll sort of start by saying that I think one of the really positive things um, is something that a lot of people, other people, I think viewed negatively, which is when the FFG made the announcement that the algorithm was broken and that they wouldn't be able to put a new set that they already had designed into production. It was one of those moments where I think a lot of people sort of took that as a, wow, this is a really bad sign for the game. But one of the things that I really took away from this specific way in which it was announced was them saying... We love this game, and we are invested in this game, and we don't want you to lose hope in this game. We have a lot of stuff that we have to sort out, and this is going to take time, and obviously we're still not under ideal circumstances when it comes to sort of doing a soft or even a full relaunch of the game, but we want you to know that it's something that we really like and that we really want to continue to produce um, and that we really want you to stay invested in. And, you know, I choose to take that at face value. I, I genuinely believe that this is not some sort of, you know, underhanded or deceitful or disingenuous sort of, uh, please don't lose faith in the game till we sell off whatever product we have left when then we quietly retire it. I genuinely think there are a lot of people at FFG and specifically in the Key Forge uh, department who want... Key force to continue, who see the value in the game that they've developed, the uniqueness of it and the passion of the community around it and that they felt the need to sort of say, look, things might look dark, but we're still here and we're still trying to make this work. I actually drew a lot of strength from that and it was a thing that I actually felt very positively about.
2: I actually have had moments of despair resulting from just thinking, you know, going down the rabbit hole a little bit and it more came as we were playing more IRL Keyforge because um, we had a store saying, "Listen, we are having trouble getting more product. There's no more prize support that we can get in, so we're having to think of creative ways to create, you know, that great um, prizing opportunities." And the organized play kits are just dwindling, and then that made me a little bit worried because if you can't get product, you can't get prize support. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, okay, what's happening? And I can honestly say the way this is going that makes me feel despair and like slightly worried is if they have no more printed product that they're making so they have no overhead currently in terms of manufacturing or anything like that just letting whatever happens goes and then they're going to start over again if there's the point where they just them like you know what we've done like a cost benefit analysis and we've decided that we're just going to stop now that is the one thing that gives me despair and it's not at the thought of like that, it's actually the company itself and the history they have of dropping games that actually makes me worried mm-hmm. because of the fact that they have done this before, where they just drop a game when it seems like it's it's in its heyday with far less issues than rebuilding something from the ground up. And and that's the one thing that causes me despair. And I can honestly say if they did do that, it wouldn't stop me from playing Keyforge. But I would never, ever, 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 ever again buy a product from Asmodee or from Fantasy Flight Games. I would literally take my Marvel Champion stuff, I would sell it all, and I would just keep my Keyforge stuff I have because I think without a shadow of doubt, we would still be playing. But If they could go that route, I would never support a company like that because their history just speaks volume. Anything you're investing into, it can just be gone too easily. They don't have that lasting that other companies do. They just seem to really be um, easily able to let something die and not really go in for the long haul, even when there's a fairly strong community, which is a little disheartening. That's my only caveat. I do have full faith it will come back. There's nothing to say it won't obviously everything that's going on within pandemic and also like supply chain issues everywhere, which is shipping and everything, all those backlogs are causing other logistical issues that are any industry that has shipping is facing. So I don't think there's no need to go that doom and gloom. That's just, that's like my worst case scenario that my thought is, is there is a history of this company doing things where they drop games that, that does give me a little bit of despair, but that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's reasonable to feel that way, right? Like that you mm-hmm. can't ignore that. That's 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 a reality. That's a thing that we've seen. Um, I, I guess I sort of want to round off a little bit of our conversation by asking you, what's your KeyForge wish for 2022? Um, I think that there's probably a lot of them across the community that we can all sort of do based on the pandemic. Of course, most a lot of people wish that the, you know they'll be able to play live and in person if they haven't been able to. Um, I guess my biggest KeyForge wish is. A very simple and straightforward one. I would love to see a return of, of proper OP, um, and what I mean by that is I don't need there to be like fancy prize kits. Um, I would just like to see it recognized and acknowledged by uh, by uh, the uh, uh, FFG, and for there to be sort of a, a yes, okay, let's restart the idea of weekly. Um, and you know, whether or not they can provide us with actual prize kits or you know, whether or not they can provide us with actual product for that, at the very least, having something acknowledged, um, I think, is a great way to sort of kickstart people's interest in getting up to play, hopefully, when we're at a point when we're all boosted and able to be you know, sort of in, in each other's presence once again, normally, at this uncertain time. Any, any particular wishes that either of you have?
1: For me, it's the online client, the actual way to play Keyforge online through FFG. And if nothing else, because that means that they still support the game and then everything else is going to come back because there's no way that comes back and the whole game doesn't come back in force. But I also think that that will keep me invested in playing with the online community that I've made because if OP comes back in person and I'm going to vault tours all the time, there's, there's only so much time in the day that I can play me some Keyforge. So if, if online, if official online Keyforge becomes a thing, then I can pair the two pretty seamlessly. And I'm, I'm excited for that to, to be real.
2: I think the one thing that if we do get an online client though, is that will be lacking almost hundred percent will be a chat because any game that has any sort of online presence doesn't have a chat because of, the nature of conversation that could be in there and associated with the game. I've noticed that they all just have like an emoji thing or something like that. There's very rarely you see an actual chat within the game where you can communicate. I don't know if an arena is, is there cause I don't play arena, but
1: I'm pretty sure you're right maybe. about arena. Like that, that is true for arena too. Mm-hmm.
2: Which would be the one thing that that's uh, lacking, unfortunately, because it is fun to have, you know, post game conversations in the chat dialogue on TCO. Absolutely. Um, for my personal wish for this upcoming year is if Keyforge came back within the same timeline as we are seeing COVID kind of recede, I would be okay with that. If it's directly tied to, well, there's this uncertainty with COVID, I can live with that because we've already, you know, there's so many things you go into planning and event and all this stuff and to have it just suddenly not work out because again everything's being you know restricted and travel and everything et cetera. i i would be okay if having to wait until that happens and i think with this new variant we're seeing the reduction of the aggressiveness of it in a lot of areas makes it uh possible that we're we're getting near the end of the severity of it for most cases obviously there's obviously outliers in anything And with that timeline, I would be totally happy. And and that being said, if we could get it back for the summer when people are more likely to travel, that'd be really awesome. But I could also see it happening maybe in the fall. But as long as we maybe get it, Keyforge coming back this year, or at least some communication from FFG. You know what? I take this all back. My new wish is communication <laughs> from FFG this year. That's all I want to see this year is, is some steady communication from FFG. I retract my previous statement. Don't we all? We get communication from them and just updates of what's going on, anything like that. Like we're making progress. We're anticipating this We're you know, we, we we're just waiting. We're also waiting on, you know, like giving us like information. So we're not in the dark, just wondering what are they actually doing? That's that's all I would like is a little bit more transparency and openness with communications of what's going on.
0: All right, that is a, a great wish. Can't end an episode of Help from Future Self without the titular segment. Help, Help from, future, from future, self. future Self. We're each going to throw one out here, um, and just a little KeyForge lesson that you've learned over the past year. We're going to keep these quick and sprightly. I'll start off. Um, my lesson that I learned for KeyForge this year is that sometimes. Um, when you have a really busy schedule and you're finding it hard to carve out time for games to play that it is absolutely okay for you to just you know have like very casual play in your life Um, it's not something that you should ever feel as an obligation it's something that you should enjoy keyforge is a game we do keyforge not for any other reason other than we enjoy keyforge and if you start putting pressure on yourself it's going to make keyforge a thing that you don't want to do because all it does is lead to negative feelings because i'm not playing enough or i'm not playing enough new decks or you know i'm not doing that so just having the sort of casual level of games that i've been playing a lot lately has been a real pleasure and i've learned to take a lot of pleasure from that kind of casual just pull out a deck play a game doesn't matter if i win or lose i'm just playing keyforge for the joy of keyforge that's that's a lesson i'm taking away from this year what about y'all
1: that's a great one mine's a a team's a bit more crunchy i guess um one of the things that happened to me over and over this year is that like i get really bad opening hand or i would see the archon card of the other player and i would i would I would basically pre give up and, and I would like give in to the fact that I'm probably not going to win this game. And I feel like all of the times I've done that, like it was a self fulfilling prophecy. Whereas like, if, if there were any stakes on the line or even, especially if there weren't stakes on the line and I was just having fun and there was a lot, a lot of chances to come back. So, so basically not to pre give up, there are ways for you to to see it all the way to the end, and uh, eventually maybe pull out for the win. And it's exciting when you do, especially when a game starts um, so badly. So I guess that's that's my help from future self this year is uh, go into every game with uh, the hope that you you can pull out the win.
2: I also learned uh, this year my lesson is that. Playing every deck you open means you are going to play some really bad decks. I, I did learn <laughs> this, this fact, but I I relished the experience because it gave me the opportunity to basically learn how to play in bad situations and also kind of get used to sometimes getting beat down, which is not exactly a bad thing because you, you kind of understand to be in certain situations. But I also found that when I went back to my better decks, I, I played them a lot more proficiently because you're used to just like oh this is so bad how do I deal with this you're like wow this deck just flies it works so well compared to what I've been doing lately and it's just a really nice exercise and I I think that mantra of playing every deck I open that I think I pretty much started at the end of last year was a really good thing that I did this year so I know this year I have 100% played every single deck I opened through this whole entire calendar year and it was a great lesson learned just of having to work through decks
0: that's an amazing accomplishment (laughs) and i am genuinely looking forward to us having so many more amazing conversations about KeyForge, the ups the downs the goods the bads and everything else in 2022 you can find us on twitter at hffs podcast you can find me on the crucible as scuzzy gruen
1: sydney where can they find you i am as always sc steel on tco and discord
0: and blake where can they find you
2: You can find me on Discord at Boulevard Blake number sign 3840 and you can join our Discord where there is always a roaring conversation going on link in the show notes and then if you wish to get at me through Twitter where I will be sharing new content for 2022 at BLVD Blake is where you can find me and uh, looking forward to this year with everyone.
0: All right, folks, that is it for this episode. Until next time, stay fortunate.